Welcome to Janelle Jones Empowerment Podcast. We're here to help you know, love, be, and live your dream life. We talk about reaching your dreams and all that's in between. We hope you enjoy the message. Hey now, hey, it's your girl Janelle Jones with Janelle Jones and Powers, and you are tuned into Girl You Got This podcast. As always, I appreciate you listening and joining the podcast. We're actually going to complete an author's edition, but we're actually doing a new book called Free from Silence. So we're going to learn how to break away from being silenced, from shame, sadness, and guilt. So today I have my very, very special guest. And let me tell y'all, this girl will blow, this lady, I won't call her girl, will blow your mind. And the reason why is her story is so different and powerful. She has a topic that so many people don't talk about. So please join me in welcoming Miss Sharita Davis. Thank you so much, Janelle. I appreciate you having me today. Thank Thank you. 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 Um, Listen, when um, when we're doing calls and Sharita's on the phone, it's such a powerful message that it's one of those things that's kind of hidden. You know it's an issue, but you don't say it's an issue, but you know. You know what I mean? Some deep-rooted stuff, right? You know. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's 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 the big absolutely in the room. Um, you know, and um, it's it's a topic that unfortunately we don't like to talk about because it just makes everyone so uncomfortable. Because it is one of those topics and one of those things that is in the family, mm. but it's the family secret. We don't talk about that. But it's passed down generation to generation, whether it's verbally or subliminally. Like you don't realize the the hidden messages that come along with some of the th- reasons why grandma mm. told you not to do a certain thing, or you know. So it's one of those kind of things where it's swept under the rug, but it's been swept under the rug mm. for so long we keep tripping over it, but we act like that's not why we're tripping over it. Um, but I think it's time, especially now in the environment and, and time that we're living in that we need to discuss it because it is something that's dividing us. And I want to see that's us awesome. come together as a people. Uh, that's awesome and yeah. deep. And we're yeah. going to get into like the topic. So before we get into it, I want you to tell us more about yourself. Sure, absolutely. So who is Sharita Davis? Sharita Davis is a woman that wears many, many hats. Um, and I like it that way because I'm one of those people that needs to stay busy because, um, you know, if I'm idle, I, I, just, I just don't work well with idle. So I'm a mom. I'm a nurse. Now I can add uh, author. I, um, I love to sew. So I, you know, I make clothes. I've been making masks. I sell jewelry. I I just have so many things that can come under the title of who I am. Um, But the most important for me is I am, um, I'm a believer in God. I'm a believer in Jesus. So that is a very big hat that I wear because I'm very involved um, with my my ministry and my church. Um, So I, I have learned to compartmentalize, but it makes up the whole of who I am. And I enjoy every one of those things that I just listed is so important to me as a person. 
um, if, if I were to be missing one of them, mm. I would not feel complete. That's amazing. So one of the things Ms. Charita said was she is an author, but she didn't say she was the best-selling yes. author. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm still in awe. I'm still yes. in awe. Okay. <laughs> I think when I made the uh, goal or had the dream of becoming an author, I didn't even add that as the goal. I just thought, well, I'll just write something down and it has just writing something down has turned into something amazing mm. and become a best-selling author so i am truly grateful um to be able to say that um about a dream and i think that's true. awesome to be able to see god going above and beyond your wildest dreams right taking you from you know you're, you're saying yes. that i'm an author and you immediately become a best-selling author <laughs> uh, just jaw dropping, mind blowing, um, amazing. And I'm so grateful, um, truly, truly grateful. Every moment, every time something additional happens, um, you know, I'm just like, God, I am so humbled, yet so grateful. Um, that you saw fit to allow me this opportunity. So uh, I'm mm. really excited. You better preach, girl. Listen, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, for those who are, who are listening to this, just remember Free From Silence is about 12 stories, 12 success stories of overcoming secrets, sadness, and shame, okay? So this is a book that is going to be available on Kindle version of Amazon on July 15th. So make sure you grab your copy today. We all have something in our lives that we suffer from that cause us to feel sad, ashamed, and was held a secret that many people did not know about. With that being said, Ms. Sharita, tell us what made you share your story of overcoming secrets, sadness, and shame? You know, it it was it's really it has really been a journey um, because for so long it was some you know my issues my sadness my shame guilt they I hid I hid it you know I wore a mask you know but when I would come home um, you know certainly you take the mask off and I. I became, I realized that I needed to begin to tell the story when I started to mm. watch my children. And I also had two granddaughters and I did not want to participate any longer in um, allowing this little toxic secret to, um, you know, travel down another generation or two. So I said, you know what, if me telling my story will empower the next little girl or the next woman then it needs to be said and of course ayana um has been you know a friend she's also a member we're also the member of, of the same sorority um and when i read her books of course because you want to support you know and i realized i didn't i had no idea mm. what she had been going through i said you know what if she can do it I can do it. It's necessary to do it. And now apparently is the time to do it. So I just, um, I spoke with, in fact, Ayana came to me last year about doing a book and I wasn't ready. I was in a place I had lost my mother and I was grieving, but I promised myself that when I was, um, you know, I gave myself a time limit and I said, when I come out of this place, I'm going to come out and I'm going to come out with a story on my lips and I'm going to begin to speak and share so that somebody else won't mm. have to go through what I went through. Um, 
And so this was the hour that I decided, you know, I made it, I purposed in my heart that I was going to describe what I had been suffering with so that someone else mm -hmm. won't have to do it. Should right. And so her exposing her secrets and her shame and her sadness gave you that liberty to do the same with yours. Um, Sharita, I want you to briefly share your story. <laughs> so my story, the title of my story um, in Free From Silence is called Pretty for mm. a Black Girl. Excuse me, Pretty for a Dark Girl. Um, and the for a dark girl is crossed out. Um, and that was very empowering and just doing that strike out because, you know, the phrase alone, pretty for a dark girl, was something that I, you know, it really hurt me. For so it was something that I internalized and it hurt me for so many years. So to be able to cross that out and just stand with the pretty was a, an empowerment statement for me. Um, for most of my life, I'm a woman of a darker complexion, um, without giving too much of the story away because I want everyone to read it, but I mm. suffered from low self-esteem, um, you know, because as a young girl, you often look for images. We tend to emulate those, those that are around us, and we look for images of beauty as we try to find our own identity. And as a woman of a darker complexion, I often find myself unable to find anyone that looked like me. Or if they did look like me and were considered pretty or beautiful, they were also considered in a class of toxic, excuse me, exotic. So then you were still, um, you know, considered part of, not part of the norm. You were considered abnormal. And I already felt, you know, outcast and to the side and not feeling like I belonged or feeling like a part of the in crowd. So growing up, that was something that I hid um, from most people because you just didn't know by the way that I carried myself, you didn't necessarily know unless you maybe were in my inner circle what I suffered with, with as far as the esteem was concerned. But for the most of the outside world, they probably had no idea that anything was going on because I had perfected putting on the mask when I went outside. But inside, I was really um, experiencing a lot of turmoil and a lot of hurt um, just by those words. And people had no idea that when they would say that phrase to me, oh, you know, you are just so pretty for a dark girl, the pain that that inflicted. Um, because it further, every time they would say it, it would further establish for me that I'm something different, that I'm something exotic, something is dark, it's not something to be considered beautiful, but you know, by the way, you're just an exception to that. Um, and of course, I couldn't identify with that, but I, I identified with the fact that something dark uh, was not beautiful or, or pretty or to listen be, girl um, i'm over here shaking honest. my head like you can see me everything okay, you say and i'm like wow i cannot believe it but wow <laughs> so it's it's like mm, i think i like how not i think i like how you said like that dark was something to resemble something wrong or something bad and then for you to for people to kind of constantly remind you yeah you're pretty but you know and that but negated you know i've always been taught that when someone put that big mm -hmm. butt in there, <laughs> right? When someone put that butt in there, it always negates yeah, yeah. what was going on before that. You're pretty full butt, because right. that's what it sounds like. But. You're pretty, but you're dark. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so again, I, I still, you know, was pushed, you know, my esteem for myself. You know, I was already struggling. I mean, I think it's a part, a natural um, transition in life 
for young people, you know, you're trying to, uh, to find yourself, you're trying to identify who you are as an individual. And, you know, when people would may say that phrase to me, it just further validated those negative feelings that I had that, you know, I am dark and, you know, that is not pretty or that is not something to be valued. And, you know, and, and those that you did see that were dark, the way that they were portrayed often, you know, that's the villain, you know, or that's the person that has, um, that's demented or something is wrong with them because they, they are, are you know, are dark, um, you know, and, and it has, you know, it has negative connotations just associated with anything that is dark. Light is right and mm. dark is something to be hidden um, because there's something wrong with it. So, um, you know, although my mother, you know, would go out of her way to uh, try to give me words of um, affirmation to show me, you know, that I was beautiful and things of that nature, I, I couldn't receive it because, again, I mean, how often as a child, are you, how, you know, you're listening to your peers. Um, so it took a while, you know, and it, it, has, it is a continued journey. Um, Things that constantly reminded you. So not only was it the peers, but it was also the entertainment world, what society was doing and what society was saying that also reminded you about being a dark person, that almost how it didn't associate with being pretty. Wow. Not at all. You know, those, it's those generational things that, again, that are passed down that I don't think that people, in, that we intentionally do, but it's done. Um, you know, with colorism, often, and that's the term that is now used for it, my, my, you know, mm. my mom used to call it color lines. You know, I can't stand those color lines, but colorism is the term that is um, used for it. We, it, it's people that look like you. It's the person that's closest to you that'll remind you, um, you know, that you are dark and what you should or you shouldn't be doing. Um, you know, this time of the year is summertime. We're about to go to the beach and, and things like that. You know, it's reminded, well, you know, you don't want to spend too much time out there in that sun because you don't want your skin you know because you know dark people really shouldn't be wearing certain colors and god forbid if you go to try to uh, find something to match your complexion um in the uh beauty supply store mm. you know you have to mix certain colors to get your complexion it's not going to be able to just be found and certain areas in certain neighborhoods you're not going to find your coloring at all um, so it was just, there's so much planning that would come along with just having a darker color. And again, the connotation that it's not good, um, always reminded me and put me back in that place where my, my value and my esteem wasn't where. Mm. I mean, I'm up here like, yeah, you know, I mean, cause it's, it's to the point where it's like, <laughs> You are, there's so many layers of things you have to do as a diverse person, right? You feel that. But then when you start getting into that diversity in your own community, you feel that. Yes. You know, you can't wear that red yes. lipstick or you can't go to the CVS in the good neighborhoods because they don't have that color, that color lipstick or that shade of lipstick you wear. That's crazy. Yes, 
or, or that or foundation, foundation that you wear you know that foundation and you may say you know, supply and demand yeah you can yeah and you can call it supply and demand but the reality of it is it's just like that it's just it's just crazy right you, and some people don't think about that or have to think about that and that is where the, the where the challenge lies because yeah that was something to instill as a girl and to continue to fight that battle is challenging Mm. Okay. My next question to you is, from the colorism perspective, when did you realize it was important to share your story? Yes. I felt that, you know, when as I was writing, I had the image of a little girl um, who was in the corner in a room with her knees to her chest and her head buried in her knees because she just felt unwanted. She felt unloved. She felt different. She felt isolated and she felt unpretty because what little girl doesn't want to feel pretty? Um, you know, it, it's just part of your transition in life. So as I was writing, um, I saw her and what she does is she doesn't stay like that always when she gets up and she goes outside of that room she's happy she's living life as normal but when she comes back home and she or comes back into that room she goes right back in to that same position um just feeling low and alone and i do not ever want i wanted to stop that cycle of girls of darker skin tone going from generation to generation hiding in the corner feeling like they don't have value they don't have beauty they don't have anything to offer or that they are anything besides who they are um, I want to build the esteem of our young women so that they grow up to be healthy and mature and sound healthy-minded with adults so that they can now change the posture and change the thinking of um, of a community or, or, or you know what you're telling your children um, it's really important to me because um, as an african-american woman i want to see i want to see my community come together i do i it really saddens me to see things that divide us and one of those ill toxic hidden you know, pink elephant in the room is colorism because there's these preconceived notions um, about a person by how they look on the exterior. Um, because I'm dark and I'm not even going to get into the hair topic, the biggest hurt for me is to see um, the division that it causes um, between, you know, especially women. I feel like the older women teach the younger women. And if you have a predisposed um, if you have a predisposed thinking about me based upon how I look, oftentimes that's going to cause you to not take interest and try to get to know me as a person. Um, and we really do need each other. You know, we want to learn to support one another, especially in our businesses and, and just in every day. Um, I find myself where I live, it's a very um, mixed community. 
But um, to be able to identify with um, other African-American women and join together and, and do different things within a community is very empowering to, to work alongside someone that looks like you um, and mm -hmm. not have some predisposed notions about the other person based upon their coloring. Um, so I, I really want to see that happen more often than not. Um, or more often, I, I like to see it eliminated, actually. So, um, you know, that was why it was very important for me to get this story out and to start a dialogue about it. Because it's one of those things where people will often say, well, I didn't even know that such a thing exists. So it's that engraved into our um, community that people will say to me, oh, I didn't even know such a thing exist and it's very real and it's very toxic and it's being passed on generation to generation i want this to be the generation to expose it so that we can eradicate it and i love that i love that you know it's very important for you to understand the importance of sharing because it's a real issue especially breaking down the community of our sisterhood where instead of competing with one another we could be collaborating with one another and building, uh, building some amazing things out of that. But, and you know, I think also um, really bringing that stuff to light because I, I remember, you know, being feeling like, okay, I'm um, undefeated, I could should say, in my brownness, right? Uh, and then the way society taught us was if a girl was fair skinned and had, you know, long hair she was the the more acceptable girl yes right yes she's the more beautiful girl and one of the things that i like and i know you share about this in your book is where that came from because this just did not happen out of the clear blue and sky um sharita really goes into share the history of the colorism where you can learn more and it's so important because you know we can't change what we don't know you absolutely know, if you don't know where this began, you don't know, you, would, you don't understand how important it is and why it, it, important it, it is to change that. Okay, so what do you, you kind of uh, went into this, what do you want people to learn most from breaking their silence? By hearing my story and, and seeing my confidence and my ability to share my story. Um, I want people to feel compelled to share theirs because just like that is a portion of my life, there's other things in my life that maybe someone else's story will help make me a better person. Um, in our book, there's 12 different stories and each one of those stories helped me in a different way as an individual um, because you know we are just complicated beings we you know the longer you live the more complicated you become um, but it's always good to receive and see someone else see someone else accomplish and defeat and overcome it gives you the confidence to press on just a little bit more because I, I'll say oh well if they made it so can I Hearing my story, I want you to hear where I, come, I have come from and the things that I overcame and say, you know what, I can do it too. Because I don't believe that God is a respecter of persons. If he could allow me to get over and um, become successful and, and get over those negative feelings that I had about myself and, and, be, and transition into the person or, trans, or transitioning into the person that I am becoming, 
because I am still in transition. I haven't reached my, you know, pinnacle yet. But I want others to feel that they can do the same thing. I want to empower others to, um, to do the same thing so that, that we can continue the cycle of empowering each other. Mm. And I think that's awesome. It's, it's, like, it's not just about you, know, you going through an event, something happened to you tragically, and then or something happened to you, period, and then... You live your entire life in silence about that as opposed to actually helping someone else through. And that is where the true freedom and liberation comes from is being able to take your story of colorism, talk about how it impacted you, not only as a child, but how it carried on into your adulthood. It reminds me of that quote by Frederick Douglass when he talks about it's better to men boys than to, or I'm sorry, it's better to build boys than to mend men, right? So it's better to start early with this development. And if I can get you here at this young age where you want to like really reach people at, you can grow up and be a strong woman. Yes. You know, we're not saying there's something that's wrong with you if you're not a strong woman or if you have insecure your esteem issues. But imagine, because all that, if the, all that was dealt with before becoming an adult, where would you be? Yes, because I believe everyone has a purpose. Everyone mm. has something that they are supposed to be doing in this life. And these for me, you know, colorism really held me back. There was a lot of things that I wanted to do in life, including being an author, mm -hmm. um, you know, that I never pursued because I just didn't have the confidence um, or the esteem to step out in front of people and do it with confidence. You know, I wasn't able to overpower those negative thoughts that were those seeds that were planted by those negative words it was difficult for me and it took a lot um it took i won't give away the whole story but ultimately what it took to get me to become to step out of those thoughts and begin to see things differently really was my life and um and and my relationship with god and my relationship with jesus that's what ultimately caused me to see myself differently that was my moment of enlightenment and it took some time to get there um mm. but you know i was able to get there and now that i'm here i'm going to make sure that i reach back and make sure that somebody else has the ability to do that too and you know we list out the steps in the book we don't just tell you you know that i overcame and uh, we also list out the steps of what for each of us um, each of the 12 authors authors list out the steps of how they overcame their challenges um and i think that that's the difference you know i don't want to leave you hanging i don't want to tell you well you know what you can do it but don't tell you how to do it because then you and leave you to figure it out for yourself no i want to i truly want to see you um you know overcome so i'm going to help you along the way and so you don't have to make the same mistakes that I made. I'm going to tell you so that you can do it. And I want you to be a better version of the, than I. That's the thing about the next generation. We want to see them do better and, and um, go further than where we were. So that Absolutely. is what I want to leave as a legacy in this earth. 
that somebody that I was able to pour into went a little further and did it a little bit better than what I did. Mm. I love that. I love that part because it, it really becomes more than you, and bigger than you, and this is how you build legacies and generational wealth and things like that when yes. you take that moment and make it about someone else and not like for you to get the spotlight or a highlight, but because you see the need, like this is a need, you know what I mean? Like yes. this is something that definitely needs to be addressed and not only addressed, but how to overcome it. And you lay that out in the book, the free from silence book steps, transformational steps on how you overcame the very same issues. She did not have to tell her secrets to overcoming this. Again, it's beyond just sharing my story of overcoming. It's let me tell you how I overcame. So Sharita didn't have to provide that information with you, but it's clear that she wants everyone who's ever faced this issue to heal from it. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Behold. Mm -hmm. One Behold. of the greatest issues. I'm sorry. Mm -mm, you're fine. <laughs> One of the greatest achievements I have in this life, I often say my children or my wealth are when I look at my daughter and I look at my granddaughters and the confidence that they walk in at such early ages, um, you know, because I didn't have that as a little girl. I was not able, like I said, to step out and be confident and be bold, but I watched them. And I am just, it, it brings such gladness and it makes me smile. You'll often catch me just looking at them, shaking my head, grinning, because I'm so glad that at least in, you know, I'm watching that, that legacy, that toxic legacy break in my family. And I didn't want it to just stop there. I want to share mm -hmm. that with the world. But that is my greatest achievement, knowing that I'm not passing that alone, that you don't have to worry about the color of your skin being a hindrance. You can go and do whatever you want to do in this life and don't let anybody tell you anything differently. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that, is, that is very humbling and, ver and I'm very grateful to be able to see that. That's dope. Like, yeah. seriously, <laughs> seriously, it is. Like, again, it's generationally because this – you know, the colorism was generational. Yes. So ultimately, it's breaking the generational curse. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. yes. So sh listen, Sharita shows you how to do that in the book, Free From Silence. Remember to go hop and get that book on Amazon today. If you've ever suffered from that or it, you know someone who suffered from that, grab that book. Yeah. You know, it is very important for you to, like, take that. Did you hear her? She is saying she has learned how to break a genera generational curse that held women back. They compared themselves. They competed. And she teaches you her formula, formula on how she overcame. That is powerful. Grab that book. Yes. Now, Miss Sharita, tell us what's next for you. So when, what's next for me, I think that we have just, opened up Pandora's box for me. Mm. Um, <laughs> now that I have written, um, you know, I have I've kind of tasted the life of being an author, I want to author some more books. I want mm. to um, continue to share other areas of my life that I found breakthroughs in. Um, I'd love to mentor 
um, women and young girls um, to see them achieve and um, pursue purpose, pursue their life purpose in their life. Um, you know, I just want to see the next generation be better. So if my voice is something that is able to help others to do that, I'm going to use it. So I'll continue to write. I'll continue to speak. Um, I'm currently um, finishing up a program to become a life coach. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to do that as well, begin to coach others into their destiny. So this is really um, just the beginning of me using my story and me being a vehicle um, that people can find their place and, and do what they need to do, that they no longer have to be held back. Mm. Um, so I'm, I kind of see it like a midwife, kind of. I look at myself like a midwife and pushing people into their destiny. Yes, I totally get it. Um, and people need to know that because there's so many things that cause them to have a limited belief. So you being able to pull that out of them is so awesome. Yeah. So yes, yes. Okay. Um, that's awesome. Y'all want to make sure y'all connect with Sharita because she's, listen, she's a powerhouse. If you cannot tell, I don't know what else to say to you. She's a powerhouse. I'm really being able to share this story and then like I have seen her take off like just from this idea I go to her page and I'm like she got the t-shirts that says <laughs> it uh, the bag like she be is taking off. Nice. be bold like you don't want to you don't want to sleep on her seriously um because it's she's going to tr take this world by storm there's so many people who are about to get free just from what she's about to offer so you want to make sure you are taking advantage of this now like she is bringing you out i'm like this girl was not playing it was like <laughs> here go this and whoop. like I'm, i was like dang she got the the um pretty um to be a brown girl and it's the shirt the shirt is dope the bags are dope um just the whole concept is dope i'm like i haven't seen this before so listen she is taking the world by storm and then when she get into that coaching mm -mm. Y'all don't want to miss that. And with that being said, how can people stay connected with you? How can people follow you to be on, on that, all that stuff and purchase them shirts? Oh, awesome. Well, I have a website. It's called prettyforadarkgirl.com. Um, so you can certainly uh, find me at the website. Um, you know, no spaces, prettyforadarkgirl.com. Or you can reach me. I have an email that says just say pretty at gmail.com it's just say pretty at gmail.com if you want to contact me about any of the shirts the bags um you know anything that any questions any concerns if i can help anyone in any way they can certainly reach me via those two avenues mm. now that's amazing okay i want to say thank you all for tuning in and hearing this powerful story of colorism it's a real issue it's enough that we already deal with being different in our skin tone but the issue is when we're fighting each other because of our skin tone and how we can really build instead of divide so thank you so much sharita for providing your insight being honest with us because a lot of people ain't real about that stuff and sharing your story so once again oh. you are tuned into girl you got this thank you so much for joining us thank you janelle thank you i appreciate everything thank you thank you for tuning in to janelle jones empowerment podcast 
please be sure to visit our website at JanelleJonesEmpowers.com. That's Janelle, J-A-N-E-L-L, JonesEmpowers.com. There you'll be able to sign up for free information to help you live out your dreams.